0: Three, two, one, roll the footage. Welcome back to the Strategy Sprints podcast. I'm Simon Severino, your host. And my guest today is the Chief Investment Officer for Birmingham Angels Cityside Ventures in Michigan. Welcome, everybody, David Weber. Thank you, Simon. Cool to have you here, David. You brought a ton of insights, both for the CEOs and for investors listening right now. So I'm excited. And tell us a little bit, what are you currently up to?
1: Um, Well, we we, uh, started uh, just recently a fundraise for the Great Lakes Angels Fund. It will be a $10 million early stage fund to also put um, early capital into uh, companies that um, might be some of the same companies that Birmingham Angels will be funding. Uh, We're true seed investors. Many of the deals we're looking at uh, don't have to be just Michigan, but they are normally pre-revenue early stage companies where Angels are desperately needed to help them get that first capital to get to market. So we're in the midst of doing that and also um, starting to um, launch uh, SidePitch, our software for um, collecting deal information. is a, <clears throat> a venture management system that allows um, entrepreneur um, systems, um, startups and um, angel groups and stuff like that to process deals much faster so they can get capital faster and execute rather than keep chasing the money.
0: So tell us about your current fund. What's, what's the size and who who are you looking for? um it's it's a
1: 10 million dollar fund the minimum investment in one unit is 50k um, um i have to be careful with security laws we're not openly soliciting funding right now this way but um uh, it's going to be in early stage technology companies that's all we do is just technology companies in a lot of different sectors from wearable technology to um, um, SaaS models, B2B, uh, life science companies, uh, Agritech, a lot of different technology sectors we've seen on our website. And um, the, it would be coming from just accredited investors um, and uh, family offices that have the means to come into the fund and um, park their money there and ride in a fund like they would have be in a VC fund. It's you know three to five years before there's an exit, so there's no liquidity until there's an exit, and then you share the outside of the exit.
0: And how is the atmosphere right now in your portfolio companies? Are they shocked about the pandemic? Are they excited about the growth opportunities?
1: A few of them um, have learned that it's a slowdown on getting the the service or technology into the marketplace. A few of them are well positioned that the uh, pandemic is actually helping accelerate the need and application of their product and services. So it's a mix. Uh, all in all, um, because they're early stage companies, some of them are not in the market yet. So what's happening in the market is not affecting them. They'll be in the market another two years later, and hopefully the market will be a lot different. But the need and filling will still be there um, and be strong because of what's happening.
0: And what are you, what are you currently observing that that you wonder about, that is surprising you, that would, you wouldn't have thought before March. Yeah, um,
1: we're pleasantly um, not so much surprised, but pleasantly pleased that um, because of the market conditions, with uh, real estate, especially commercial commercial real estate, being uh, very risky right now with uh, high occupancy, um, not there people are not going to buildings and, and building an office space and stuff like that um, so commercial real estate is not very attractive for an investment the stock market is uh, very fickle and it's hard to understand what's going to happen there so many people are seeing that this asset class of, of angel investing can be attractive for them because they can get 3, 5x return and greater on their money and, and let it work over there versus some of the other markets where are very questionable where they able to stay up with just a normal um, uh, cost of capital and cost of living uh, appliances so we're finding more people are starting to look at this asset class as a good alternative for a new investment opportunity
0: your first ceo tip is about execution can you unpack that
1: yeah um i've served as a ceo in a few companies and been an officer in other companies and when i Biggest recommendation on execution is really to assemble, depending on how large your company is that I'm speaking to in the way of the businesses on here, whether it's small LLCs or uh, Held, or whether they're publicly traded companies is really sur- surround yourself with either board of advisors or board of directors that add value or just not figureheads that look nice on your, on your listing of who your advisors are or board members are, but people bring real value. So, that when you get ready to execute, you got some sounding boards. You want people with different industry experiences, like sales and marketing, operations and finance, and so on, as advisors. So, when you get ready to say, Here's my rollout plan, you're sharing it with them, not really asking them to to do your job for you, uh, but share what your thoughts are. And then they can help find holes in it. You want people who are going to find holes in what your thoughts are rather than just say, Well, that sounds good and you going and execute, and they really didn't challenge it. You want people to challenge what you're thinking. So make sure you find those kind of people and put them on the board. If they're not adding value, find a way to replace them. Put term limits on them as well, so that uh, they have to you know, serve a time and you can get um, disposal of them easily because term limits if they're not doing the job. But really, uh, execution is, is vital. I mean, all the startup companies we're investing in, we want to make sure they have a plan to go to market that we believe they can execute. And some of them have great technology, but they don't have anybody who knows how to deliver it to the marketplace. That's a real shortcoming. And established businesses, your model has to keep changing every year with the dynamics. Customer comes 1st you they're not satisfying that customer in the way they wanna get the product or service. You're gonna be uh, superseded by people that can.
0: Super excited about your second CEO tip that is about well, the CEO matters, but first, one word from our sponsors. Hey, if you love what you are hearing, you will love our free masterclasses. Go grab them at strategysprints.com. Tell us about the role of the CEO and what you would look for. Um, when we're making an investment, the CEO
1: is probably 67% of the decision. Person that is going to be driving it needs to we need to know that they have The drive in themselves that they are are going to look for ways to get around the wall and through the wall Not stop at the wall and ask for help. They have to be creative in in solving problems. They have to have a a history of um, Showing the tenacity to uh, stay with something and persevere Uh, They we don't want somebody who's just passionate about the work, but we want somebody that's uh, driven to do the job and get it done and understand that when they are raising money, they have other people's money. We're partners in your business with you. So you have to understand you're putting all our capital at risk and your business decisions need to be sound and be, a. don't be afraid to ask for uh, advice and then take it. And if you have a dispute with it, discuss it, just don't ignore it. It might be something you don't understand, or they don't understand what the advice they gave you. So it's a two-way street.
0: I literally am picturing this wall in front of my uh, of my eyes, and and see, and I see people who, when they see this wall, they just sit down and say, "Well, there is the wall." And then there are people who say, "Exactly. How can we get around it? Can we get over it? Can we? What can we invent?" But they would never stop seeking. And this is true. This is so true. And you wouldn't think that a CEO could be any different, but there are. And if you have enough experience like you have, but also we are seeing in our programs all the time, CEOs that get stuck and they just sit down and say, OK, I'm going to wait until the pandemic is over. And then you realize "Mm, (laughs) that's not that's not the way it works. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you have to keep uh, looking
1: for solutions and um, ask for advice if you don't see them and um, listen to people that will work for you. A lot of people um, think that people work below them, um, at least in the position in the company, uh, cannot add real value. And some of those people can add the greatest value and tell you what's happening at their level and what they're seeing in the market and among their peers in the company. They have great advice. So uh, listen to everybody. And then test things before you make a bold move, test it, see whether it's going to work on a small sample. And if that works, then you know, okay, then execute, make it a bigger plan.
0: You have also wrote two CEO tips about for, for the investors. So on the investor's side, how can we tap into the minds of others, the collective intelligence?
1: Um. The greatest way to to do that i think is to join a group of investors rather than be a solo investor unless that was your only career is full-time investing then you get smart by trial and error <laughs> a lot of errors normally before you get that successful but in a group the group intelligence is great for looking at, at deals um and like we have a, a showcase uh, about once a month. We bring companies to uh, present virtually now and um, our members in the group have a lot of different industry experiences from not only automotive, but uh, software, uh, life sciences, all kinds of different backgrounds and different disciplines in that. Um, and when they start asking questions, they ask it from their perspective and their personal background, stuff like that. That the other people on the on the call, on the Zoom, wouldn't think of. So that kind of group intelligence for looking at the opportunity on the business side with uh, the technology, uh, with the marketplace, with the hurdles I have to get through to get to the marketplace, all those things very valuable. So I, I would suggest investors get into an angel group. Uh, some of the angel groups now uh, can be. Members from around the world. We we now have some folks in New York and Tel Aviv and stuff like that starting to join our Birmingham angels because they don't physically have to be at the meetings anymore. They can do it virtually and sign on to the meeting to see the deals and invest them remotely, obviously. Uh, In the fun, we would be making the fun decisions for people. But the nice thing in the fun is rather than cherry picking every deal on your own, um, as you come across, the fund would put you in 20, 30 deals, or more, over the life of the fund. So you're going to get some hits out of that many uh, deals to um, return the the uh, reward you're expecting with your investment.
0: Time for the strategy award. I am curious who you pick. So you can pick
1: only one person when everybody yeah. yeah. is sick. Actually, mm-hmm. we just invested in um, here in Michigan is called Fix My Car. It is a startup that is hiring um, mechanics that are freelance right now because uh, people are not going to dealerships or car repairs right now. It's so hard to book anything when you get there, with all the restrictions stuff. So they're taking advantage of the uh, COVID um uh, uh, pandemic right now. And um, the founder of the company spent like two years making calls on uh, shops that are doing body work and, and service, stuff like that, mechanics, and then um, has found that um, they're able to hire some mechanics that um, are not working full time in the body shops anymore or the dealerships anymore because the slowdown of people bring their cars in they have free time well they can put time with this entity and they go to the people's home or office and yeah. fix it on the spot it's fixed like the same day <laughs> and you don't have to call a dealership to make an appointment or a body shop stuff like that so he's getting a lot of business right now they're launching in texas they're rolling out here in michigan some other states and he's learned a good business model where they the mechanics are making more money <laughs> doing this freelancing than they are. Some of the people have left their job and they're now working with this company and they're selling it uh, across the country. It's going to really catch on. Um, And uh, his model is that uh, he learned by spending a lot of time in the field, understanding what the issues are and uh, people want to have things done right now. You have to stay home pretty much, you are homebound. So if somebody come and do a minor repair in your car, and get it fixed for you within an hour or two hours the same day same morning or whatever what a life savings that is to people and it's a great opportunity to make some money based on what's happening and for it's a win-win the the end user wins the mechanics win and he gets a cut on every deal as well so the investors win
0: this is a wonderful example of how limitations make us creative and uh, and even this might even be a model that stays also an interesting model post pandemic because it's so much, it's a lean model. It, it, yeah. It's so much more resilient and viable. And,
1: uh, well, there's a company that does uh, replacing window shield windshields, you know, in cars wherever you are at the time you want and stuff like that. I made mean, a whole business around that. And uh, the same thing can happen here. This can be a whole, Nationwide or international business where people just hire these people and come right to where you are take care of your minor repair And you're off and riding it. It's a major repair. They've also um, Partnered with people that can bring up a trailer haul the car to the nearest dealership working where or wherever the body shop needs to get done But they'll take care of it with one call everything's taken care of for you
0: beautiful your second tip for the investors is around the number of deals. Can you unpack that?
1: Yeah, um, if, well, the Woodbank shows that in a, in a table I, I can send afterwards, but it shows the more deals that you win personally are in personally, uh, the greater the opportunity to have a, re, uh, uh, a reward of like 3.5 or 4x return on your money. If you get above 24 to 30 some deals, you have closer to a, a, a 90% chance of getting at least the 3.5x return on your money. So that's where a fund really helps on that. Otherwise, if you're in a group, um, with, depending how much um, uh, discretionary capital you have to spend every year, you might be able to do two or three deals a year if you put in 25 or 50K a deal into that. So it takes a long time to get that number of deals. Where if you're in a fund, one investment, get you in all those deals for sure. And you don't have to cherry pick the deals. But the idea is the more deals under your umbrella, the better. That's what venture funds do. Venture capital funds do. They do a lot of deals and uh, they know nine out of 10 uh, don't make it. The one out of 10 covers the rest of them. So um, we want to be in a lot of deals with our investors right now. Let's, since September, when we started bringing them angels, uh until september of this year we did like about 14 deals that's remarkable and a group uh, of our size less than 20 investors have done that many deals and so we know that some of these deals we're looking at right now probably have a window of maybe um 24 months to an exit uh because we found something that's really hot and um we got in early so it's always good
0: what are books or or Audiobooks books that touched you recently?
1: I just recently picked up this book here. I'll, I'll show you. It's it's by uh, mm. the Drucker Foundation. It's called Organization Organization of the Future. It was published in 1997, but as I'm reading it, it's very relevant now. And it's a really strong book on, on leadership and understanding what's happening to organizations as we evolve. Um, I'm, just started reading it recently, but I, I thought for the event today, it's a perfect book to bring up, especially for business people to read it, uh, or even um, entrepreneurs, if they'd like to read that, understand what's happening in the industry um, in the way of organizations and leadership and companies.
0: Beautiful. David, where can people stay in touch with you, read more about you? Um,
1: there's a LinkedIn page. Um, look for David Weaver, uh, LinkedIn. And um, find me there also, uh, dweaver at citysideventures.com as an email. I'm glad like to respond to folks if they like that, or go to citysideventures.com uh, as well. Thank you for this Absolutely. opportunity, Simon.
0: Absolutely. And who should be my next guest? Um, there's a local
1: businessman that I met. Um, many many years ago that's been very successful um he was managing a manufacturing operation in the in the area here um as you might expect in detroit it was in the automotive space and uh, grew that significantly um and then went on to acquire other different companies where he became a um, majority shareholder in those companies helped turn them around and sell them um, he's still doing the same kind of thing right now his name is uh, jonathan rye Rye, um, I think he'd be a great person to speak to. He's got a tremendous track record, been very successful. Uh, he has got his his sons who have been through U of M, um, University of Michigan, to join him in his entrepreneur um, endeavors, and um, he's been a very good friend. He was on my board of uh, Birmingham Angels, or excuse me, Great Lakes Angels, when I started that in 2002. So um, it's been a very close friend, very successful.
0: Thank you so much, David, for sharing your wisdom and your experience and your journey with us. Stay safe. All right. Thank you, Simon. Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274 templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one-on-one Sprint Coach. We double your revenue in 90 days.